Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo, or at least one of them. It kind of depends, and probably some rando too. But no complaining, because this is free. Free! This is Beauty and the Beta bonus audio content. Hello and welcome to the show. This week I was a guest over on friend of the show Stephen Ignoramus's live stream. You may remember Stephen for writing some funny jingles for the show from time to time, but he lives in Washington, D.C., so he's seeing the Black Lives Matter and Antifa and coronavirus terrorism at its worst. And we discussed the effort to stay sane throughout all that nonsense. We also discussed the Portland shooter, but we did this stream just before news broke that the shooter had in fact died in a shootout with police on Thursday night. Anyway, if you like what you hear, and I hope that you will, check out Stephen Ignoramus's channel using the link in the description. Thanks for listening and enjoy. All right, great. You're on the air right now. How's it going? We were just having some fun watching some videos, um, not so fun videos of uh, a, a guy getting shot in D.C. yesterday. <laughs> Do you hear about this one? That just uh, happened? Was this the guy who brandished the gun and pointed it at the cops, this 18-year-old yeah. kid? And I haven't watched the really, footage really far. Yeah. Th- people are going crazy over it today, but um, I don't know. Well, first of all, uh, thanks for coming on there. We got some people in the chat and including myself that have been a fan of the show for years and you're on the program a year ago, but um, just tell us real quick about like what, you know, beauty in the beta is and what you do with your channel. Uh, sure. If, if you're new to my stuff, uh, I'm doing solo videos twice a week, talking uh, briefly on single topics, breaking them down, trying to be, factual and entertaining and you know whatever else and then the okay. show the actual stream is uh is sunday nights for the main show and that's a long form i don't know used to be like an hour now it's like three you never really know uh but that's uh that's with my uh my spicy counterpart my uh my co-host blonde and we're going through uh breaking down news in a long form format that's interactive with our audience and a lot of fun and then uh, on wednesday nights we're doing uh the call-in show as well. And uh, if you are new to the stuff, you can find all my stuff at uh, mattchristensenmedia.com if you want to check it out there. Yeah, they got a good uh, community page over there. They got some uh, videos embedded and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I guess first thing we should talk about, I mean, we got the the riots, the mobs going on um, the last couple months. Have you seen any um, issue, any troubles or issues where you are with out-of-towners coming into town? raising? No, almost hell? none. Almost none. I mean, we have like we have our pink hairs in town and stuff, and we had a Black Lives Matter march. Uh, but the sheriff here is uh, the sheriff here really gets it. So okay. when they did their, they had like a rally in a park, and this was earlier in the summer, like closer to the George Floyd stuff. And the sheriff basically told them, uh, "Yeah, you, you can exercise your First Amendment rights. You break even one window." The whole thing's getting shut down by force. So be prepared. And nothing happened. Nothing uh, at all went wrong. So credit to the sheriff. <clears throat> Sorry. Credit to the sheriff uh, here who seems to get it and uh, wants to wants to protect and defend people's rights. And I don't like the Black Lives Matter people, but they have rights, too. They just marched yeah. around. They didn't do anything. Fair enough. No property got damaged. Nobody got hurt. Cool. It's it's good to see sh- uh, sheriffs that get it. Like that dude in Florida, Grady Judd. I don't know if you know like, who that is. <laughs> is he the guy? I d- I didn't. Um, I don't know if I saw it in full, but he said something like, "I would encourage you not to loot and riot because you're probably yes. going to get shot." 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's his most recent quote, a, a guy got a home intruder got killed by a homeowner. And his uh, his quote, I believe, is uh, it was, he was a he was a very dangerous man. He was a very big man. And now he's a very dead man. The sheriff <laughs> so said he, that. Yeah. Yeah. He's always. Wow. Like, he doesn't even consider himself to be the primary law enforcement. He says he's there to support the citizens because they're the law enforcement. Wow. He and really gets it. Then He gets it hard. Yeah. It's it's, it's awesome. man. It's good to see. But. Well, also, what's uh, I mean, what's it like in D.C.? How how loony is well, it there? You know, I w- OK, so I went down and filmed some of the stuff about a week after. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I went down, I think, five or six different times. Every, and it was everything from a peaceful Saturday, huge protest to whole blocks being burned. <laughs> Basically, like the AFL CIO. I mean, what's really funny is a lot of these places that got smashed out were uh, like very, very lefty friendly, like public sector unions. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that, but they yeah. would get smashed out. And the next day, it would have like just a Black Lives. It was like conquered territory, man. It was like you know, one day it would be pristine, then smashed out the next, then covered with a memorabilia propaganda the next day. <laughs> well, uh, so, yeah. one one thing that I get a kick out of, I shouldn't say a kick because it's awful, but one thing that I find amusing in a perverse way in the current environment is you see a lot of these businesses that. Uh, well, they try the appeasement. They might put like pro Black Lives Matter stuff in their window yeah. to try to avoid. But I, I've also seen the businesses that say things like, please, I'm a single mom. This is all I have. Don't smash this. And of course, Ooh, of course, I'm sympathetic. Seen that. I've seen that. That's circulating right now. And I don't actually know where that I, I've just seen the picture. I don't know where it is, but I've seen variations of this. Like, please, this is all I have. Don't smash it. And uh, and of course, I'm sympathetic to that. I don't want anybody's property smashed. But when you think about it, it's like, well, also, that, but that's true for every place. Every place is somebody's thing, whether you're a single mom or whether you're a two parent household or whatever your story is. Every place is someone's thing, someone's livelihood. I don't care if it's Target. I don't care if it's the mom and pop bakery that's begging for mercy. So it, it just sucks to see because it's like, yeah, but that 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 courtesy that you're asking for shouldn't just extend to you because of your supposed special circumstances. That's a. That's a basic standard of decency for every single business on the block. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, the, the people doing this, it's very interesting how you, you kind of see it on a spectrum because it, it is. And it's almost like a spectrum of game theory decision making where every single person who has property or a business or is a protester has different decisions to make it a given time. And including that as the government. So here, here's the question that I have for most people is like, if you were like, Let's uh, operate on the under the premise that these riots have to stop, <laughs> like destruction of property has that's to a, stop. That's a How right does... wing perspective right now. I just yeah. want you to know that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It has to stop. I think like it 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 can't be allowed to go on. How does it get stopped? Do you think it has to be stopped? Oh, of course. The the answer yeah. to how it gets stopped is uh, your guy, your sheriff guy in Florida, and the Kyle Rittenhouse's of the world. Yeah, and so I don't say that to sell I'm, local. I'm not yeah. saying woohoo violence. Here we go. I love the boogaloo or whatever. I'm saying like, listen, man, you start ruining people's lives. They're going to start shooting you. That is a easily foreseeable consequence of what they're doing. So yeah, yeah that's, that's how I see it ending. I, I, with, with, with um, Kenosha in particular, and then of course what happened in Portland over the weekend where you, you have um, violent encounters like this and I see it going one I, I'm wondering which way is it going to go like with Kenosha I could see these rioters and looters learning the lesson the hard way and being like well shit I 
I guess if I just ransack my town, someone might shoot me. Maybe I'll think twice about ransacking my town. Or do they double down in pursuit of vengeance? I don't think we have the answer to that question yet. My hope is people start learning the lesson. I, I mean, watching that footage, I was amazed because I, I didn't think you had to learn the lesson that it's unwise to charge a man with an AR-15. Like, it's just that's a moronic thing. Stop running after him. He's going to shoot you and you have no chance. How do we get this thing where people can watch the same video and yeah. vast millions of people will view it like the same footage a different way? How does that happen? I'm baffled because I know there are some nuances with the, the Kenosha footage and there's a lot of debate on our show. We've been debating a lot like it's not the more was he morally justified in what he did? I think generally we agree that he was, but there's a deb- we debate a lot about the wisdom of what he's doing. Mm. So we, there's that. But watching the footage. Yeah, I mean, it's like Trump talked about it and you got I, I turn on the morning news and they're saying Trump uh, claims that it was an act of self-defense. It's like you can watch that. Why don't you guys play the footage? It's not Trump. Yeah. It's not Trump's claim. Like there's yeah. a there's video of it, but that's how it's always framed. I've noticed that the Kyle Rittenhouse is a cold blooded murderer narrative rarely goes along with the footage itself. That's it's almost never played alongside those types of headlines. Yeah, I mean, it's just insane. I mean, the, the, you know, the first I mean, there, there's now stuff coming out about the first guy who like threw something at him that he might have gotten shot in the back. Uh, he did, according yeah. to the probable cause statement in the in the okay. complaint. Interesting. But so do they know if it was from Kyle's gun or. Well, see, when I read it, I, my assumption was, OK, he got shot more or less at point blank by a rifle multiple times. So my guess was. Maybe he took one and the force of that could you know, spin you around, move your body such that maybe wow. a follow up shot gets you in the back. But to your point, at least where I think you're going, there's a lot of people wondering if the shots shot or shots that we know were behind Kyle in that initial pursuit could have been the ones that hit this Joe Rosenbaum guy who was the initial attacker. I don't know, because the, the statement doesn't say in, in theory if you, the investigation, uh, like the autopsy on Rosenbaum could maybe tell you, maybe you could tell, like it was the one that hit him in the back, uh, a pistol cartridge. Yeah, maybe you'd be exactly. able to tell. Because I didn't see any any of the protesters with long guns, really. I I didn't really see Not anything other than that, the bicep guy. Some of these memes Former are Former bicep guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. see, you know, the one where like the black and the white guy are clasping hands <laughs> and the white guy has the bi- bicep blown off? yeah <laughs> oh man anyway so there were so, so oh man there were so many good ones and uh yeah i mean anyway i've been showing some of them but i'm worried about getting popped or whatever i don't know like neither here nor there but like yeah. okay if you're trump like okay <laughs> there's some some of these cities that if you're, you're if you're right wing like at least for me the idea of just l- pushing seattle into the ocean is on the <laughs> table you know like like all of california into the ocean yeah yeah but like do, do you if you're president, do you go in there with the feds and clean up and uh, let them? No, I, I don't. With the exception of I, I don't necessarily think what happened in Portland was wrong because they're defending federal property. And I know a lot of people, a lot of really purist libertarian types will say, well, why does the federal government even, even have property in Portland? Well, yeah. maybe maybe the federal government is too overly extended. Now, mind you, it's just a federal courthouse. I think in general, like that seems like a pretty pure thing for the federal you're going to have federal courts 
no matter yeah. how purist you are about uh, oh, limited government. Saying. That's so, going to be there regardless. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some debate. Maybe the federal government's too big and too overextended. That's fine. We don't resolve that through like burning it down. We resolve that through the political system. So if the, <laughs> to the extent there's Why? federal federal property, I don't have a problem with the feds defending their own property. But if you're just talking about the riots in general and enforcing generally state law, I don't want the feds to be going in there and doing that because I don't want that to ha- I don't want that same precedent to uh, play out when you have uh, President Biden or whomever else where it's like, well, screw the local laws and the local law enforcement here. We're sending in the feds to enforce whatever we think is the right thing upon this place. That the other um, I mean, there are many pieces to that question. The other piece I would say, too, is that um, uh, in general, I, I believe in a in a federalist system where where states are going to mostly control their own affairs. And when you elect people who don't believe in the rule of law and don't believe in serving serving government's only purpose of protecting your rights the answer is for you guys to put people in there you guys being portland or seattle or whoever else put people in who will defend your rights in the way that they're supposed to that i think is a fight for them to resolve and uh and and so i so i i think that they got to solve that problem themselves the only other qualifier would put on it is um, I would be a little more sympathetic if, say, Ted Wheeler or Jenny Durkin or any of these mayors or any of these governors were trying to quell the riots, but they were just outmanned and outgunned. Let's say it was just yes. total chaos. And they're like, well, listen, we need federal help. Like, we we, yeah. we don't have the guys to do this. You see none of that, though. Yeah. If they're asking for the help, I'm more sympathetic. This is not a problem where they're overrun. This is a problem where they just refuse to enforce their own laws. Yeah. So, uh and I actually, right before I got on here, like in Portland, the murderer guy from last weekend, the guy who's like, hey, are you a Trump supporter? We got a Trump supporter here. Yeah, this guy. Bang, bang. Yeah. He's still out. He's not been arrested. He's got the the black power fist tattooed on his neck, but he's getting this puff profile piece on Vice News. So I got to watch this. It's coming out tonight. I think he's Whoa. getting interviewed on Vice News and he says it was self-defense whoa yeah wow definitely so, gonna look that up after yeah, this that's so crazy, i man. i just find it interesting that kyle rittenhouse is sitting in jail right now you can hear his voicemail from jail from his lawyer on twitter yeah we listened to it yeah but this guy who <laughs> i mean to be as fair as possible if you wanted hit. to give him the fairest possible interpretation and be like well uh, maybe he did defend him. Maybe he was a secret kyle that we don't know maybe he was attacked and shot in self-defense despite the video not showing that why is he walking on the streets giving puff interviews to Vice News while Kyle Rittenhouse sits in jail? Like, I know they're different jurisdictions, but this is crazy town. I mean, the, the, the audio on that Portland murder is terrible. It's like we got one right here. Pull it out. Bang, bang. Yeah. And then they like are they like cheer. Well, I, and I know it's a short clip and I know the audio is yeah. bad. And I, I always try to wait for as much context as possible. I I don't see the context in which that's going to be justified, though. Wow, man, this is like a, a legit like rule of law is gone. I mean, it's all power and who's in charge and who's shaking whose hand. And yeah, yeah, it's crazy, especially well, in the cities, at least. Yeah. And that, that to the question you were asking earlier about how this gets resolved, like, yeah, it's clearly not, at least in those places, the police restoring law and order. Absolutely yeah. not. It's citizens, man. Like, hope you got good neighbors and I hope you got guns and I hope you got ammo. Good luck with yeah. that right now. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what if you can even people, find it? People are moving out in droves. And yeah, when I was down there, I mean, I 
what I'm trying to figure out is where, where and when the actual stand down order happens. Cause it definitely happens if not in writing, then like, they're like, Oh, you got to take one for the team. I don't know how the whole inner like police politics uh, work, but when I was down there, they would, the cops would be at the edge of the block while it was getting burned. And as soon as the block was burned, they would push everyone out of the block. <laughs> this so was in like, DC. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, you saw would, like blocks burned down and stuff. I, yeah. I don't know how bad it is there or not. I haven't followed. Well, I closely. mean, they wouldn't burn like the upper levels of the, of the buildings, you know, oh. but they, like, but they would smash out the entire bottom yeah, the uh, Walgreens on the bottom yeah. floor. Or yeah, whatever. Oh, completely yeah. done. All the cars on the block would be burned completely firebombed oh, God. <laughs> and and so but the cops could do something right before it's just really weird they they just push them out as they're burning it rather than after it's burnt they would <laughs> let the whole thing get burnt and then so the, no sane person like police officer does that so you you have a hierarchy and orders so it's got most mayors are like the police are like are the head of the police force yeah so that's i don't know and they all hate trump too so the orange man is a huge factor. All these governors and mayors hate Trump. Well, they're willing so, to burn down at least parts of their own cities to stick it to him. And it's like it's all it's, insurance, Matt. It, uh, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't get me started not, on that. Yeah. A lot of these places don't cover it. It's well, there's that. Yeah, there's that complication. So you have what's going on in Minneapolis, St. Paul, where, yeah, you're covered for certain costs, but it doesn't cover nearly what it's going to take to get this job done. And then to your point, like in some, as far as I understand, some policies riding is not even a thing that's covered at all. It's, it's uh, you're just screwed. And, and, but even beyond that, like if every dollar was matched, if you could replace everything without any cost out of your own pocket, wouldn't you just start a new business somewhere else? Why would I take that risk again? For all I know, they're going to burn down my business again next week. It's insane. It happened a few times. This one guy spent a third of a million opening his business up twice, I believe, in Chicago. Yeah. And then it got hit this most recent time. It was his third time. Like, dude, a, a little bit of that is you just got to move. Yeah, like, you have to leave. <laughs> you have to just move. What, what do you do? It's, it was like a, um, like a, a liquor store in Chicago. Mm. <laughs> like, that's getting hit again for have sure. You, uh, have you put any thought to something? You think you want to stay in D.C.? Or are you oh, thinking? I'm out soon. I, as really? soon as the, the election's over, I'm going to be on the street for the election. <sighs> You're going to get killed, man. Yeah. I hope ah, that. Well, now I hope that clip doesn't age poorly. Stay away from, <laughs> stay away from the Don't mobs, dude. Are you nuts? Yeah. It, it's, and also it's send me a, the footage that you get. Yeah, definitely. We'll send you the footage. Okay. Definitely going to be the, the guinea pig down there. But yeah. to be honest, man, I really, really think that the cops, like the level that DC's on lockdown, it does make it a lot safer because the mm. cops are everywhere. You, it, it's a, if you look at these other videos from Minnesota or whatever, the cops are pretty far away. Sometimes DC, if you run a couple blocks, you're hitting a line of cops hmm. and I would just do that and keep my bandana up so I can smile and crack racist jokes in peace <laughs> <laughs> and uh, loot but, a little yourself if you want, man. I get so tinfoily about that angle on all of this, mm-hmm. that we've morphed masks from symbol of criminal to symbol of upstanding citizen. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about COVID for a little bit. So, All so right. one th- question I have for people who are constitutionalists or federal f- federalists or, or whatever, you're saying let the um, the localities fail, basically, mm-hmm. like you like unless they're attacking government property, the kind of the solution would be political and for Trump not to go in. But if that's happening on a local, you know, with COVID, for me, it was the first time seeing local and state level tyranny rather than sure. always be worried about. So, yeah, should, you know. 
what you know like to me i would like to see trump sign an executive order and say that no place requires anybody to wear a mask ever you know Ooh. Yeah. yeah that that mm. i share the spirit yeah because i'm so annoyed with this crap yeah <laughs> but um this has been a really interesting exercise for me because uh it really makes you wonder to what extent this sort of stuff violates the federal constitution and to what extent the federal constitution should extend to the state, to the states. Now the purists, again, at least at the founding, the idea was basically the federal constitution governs the federal government and your interaction with it. States, states will do what do what they want. And, uh, you got a problem with that. You fix it yourself. Now, I, I kind of like that theory, uh, the, but the way to the biggest flaw in it is if we don't under that under that structure, we don't actually share any values on paper. Mm. So what do we share as a country if we don't share the Bill of Rights, for example, unless every state has its own individual Bill of Rights copy in its constitution, basically. Um, so you're talking about a situation like the states superseding the federal government when you're in those states. Well, I'm right saying now, that that backwards? that. Under the pure, under the founding structure, the Constitution was not necessarily supposed to intervene between your state's governance and you. That is I to see. say, if your yes. state even wanted to have a law against certain religions or certain speech, whatever, like direct First First Amendment violations, that would in theory be fine under that uh, uh, under that structure. Huh. So, and and I actually am pretty sympathetic to that idea. Uh, that is to say. The way I've come around on coronavirus is is that uh, because I'm so wary of of federal intervention, even federal intervention I like, I'm still going to defend state power. And I think pretty much all of this stuff under coronavirus falls under the, the state's 10th Amendment police powers. That even the stuff I hate, as long as we're not federalizing it and preserving everyone's ability to move to states that are more aligned with their values, that is something I can get on board with. Granted, to your point, they're pushing it about as far as they possibly can. Uh, I can't like California, New York. They, they're practically communist states at this point. And, and <laughs> I know insane. that it's a little bit naive to think like, well, do whatever you want. Just leave Montana alone. That that's the ideal situation I would like. You commies in New York and California, do what you want. Just leave Montana alone. It's very naive to think they're going to do that. <laughs> of course, they're going to tell us what to do as soon as they get federal power, and they're going to move here as soon as they're done ruining their state, and they're going to ruin it here. Yeah. So yeah, man. Even though it's a little unsatisfying, I'm still going to, on principle, I'm still going to side with state power over the federal government, even for the states I freaking hate. Mm. But I, I understand where you're coming from on like, listen, does the Bill of Rights mean something or not? And if we don't share that, then what the hell do we have? Yeah, I mean, it's it in the, the, just the covering of the face, just mandating that someone put something on your body is just to me. I don't know. I've it. It's definitely separated like the wheat from the chaff a lot. I don't like support any businesses that take it very seriously. I don't fly anymore. <laughs> I'm moving to a red state for that reason. Sure. It, it's just so it's just insane. And I well, what drives me nuts is the government inserting itself in that arrangement. You know, it's like if a business owner is kind of Corona, it's a Corona terrorist. They take it very seriously (laughs) and they want to you have to wear the Corona hijab or whatever. Like it's your it's your property. 
And I will, I will exercise my discretion, like you said, about whether I want to support you or not. And that's the way it was here until a little after July 4th. And I could decide, do I want to go into Costco? I don't know. They got the stupid mask rule. Do I really care about getting my bulk, whatever I need to buy there? I don't know. Now, though, the government has inserted itself between the property owner and the patron. So I don't know when I go there, it really pisses me off because I don't know what the true, what the business owner's wishes are. Yes, and it's I, potentially confusing because there's these exemptions that you are like kind of they're in legalese. Yeah, no one can figure them out. No one knows who the authority is, and it's it's so it's the sheep become the authority. It's it, like your social pressure of not being called out by Karen is <laughs> like that becomes the authority. It's infuriating. Yeah, and I uh, I want to I I genuinely actually want to abide by property owners' wishes. That is important to me. Me too. But now it's yeah. blurred. So I just, I just yeah. don't know. So I have no choice, but to just be, I mean, I don't know what you're, if you're a mat, like a no mask purist and you just Zero. refute. Okay. I've, so you, I've, I've worn it like five times in the very beginning. It made me feel like I needed a shower. It was terrible. I was, it felt so gross. Yeah. Like five <laughs> times in the very beginning. So Last how many time, times have you been hassled in DC about it? Not that many because hmm. I've kind of just became more of a hermit. Like I really just yeah. like streamed more and or, like ordered food in more. Sure. And, you know, but no, not much when I'm out in the street. DC does have a mandatory outside order. Oh, that's um, no, I'm not thousand dollar fine. No I am not doing though. that. No chance. Yeah. yeah. So not too bad. But, you know, I'm mostly just in na- neighborhoods. So it's, mm. you know, you just walk around and life's fine. But if you were to go in one grocery store, zero stores, zero restaurants, n- nothing, they'll all kick you out. Uh, so my my approach has been i trolled a little bit at the start i wore like one time i wore like a kleenex on a rubber band over my face one time i wore like a netted yeah, one of those yeah. mosquito net hats because technically Making that a fit, joke out of it is a good way to play it. that kind of yeah. it just got annoying to me for a little so i've settled on the like neck gaiters and i get in and then i just pull it down yes and i love walking around in the grocery store and stuff because the numbers of people unmasked are creeping up around here they're Compliance is still higher than I thought it would be. I would say it's probably in the neighborhood of 80% masked, 20% not, but it's creeping up maybe a percent or two each and every week. And every time, you know, I'm in the produce aisle or I'm buying cereal or whatever I'm doing, you see that other guy who's not wearing a mask and you nod each nod at each other like... <laughs> You're a real yeah. gangster, dude. You fucking get it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I saw. I was in a grocery store. I was visiting my mom, and I there was three people. They gave you the option of not wearing one, which yeah. I really liked. So yeah. we got in there, and it's my mom and I not not wearing a mask, and one other guy. And I was about to give him the knob, and he just goes like. <laughs> And he's like dipping and he's like spitting into a oh, So that's, that's his excuse. Does that yeah, count? His, I should start I no chewing. Idea, but I was like, dude, like that's whatever you need to do, brother. Like he's just like, like, you know, what's up, that's Cal, that's buddy? one of those. Uh, if you're drinking, a, if you're drinking water, even that just that counts. never stop hydrating. Yeah, you need a catheter. You just very healthy. Let the, let the flow keep going all day, you know, yeah. just pissing. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, um, anyway, so you've been pretty generous with your time. We're almost done. I have a question sure. to get off topic for a second from an, o- an OG fan. So this is sure. a person that watched my, my, my show. Now that is an OG fan of yours from, uh, poning kids in cod's glory days um <laughs> yeah. is, so he um, has been around for a while he's been around for a while okay yeah. so with football getting more and more woke would yeah. is there anything that would make you stop watching and a uh, bigger yeah. picture where are you at with what they're doing so? right now like i i don't think i'm gonna okay I, this is the first time in 10 years i am not playing fantasy football this year and the vikings and fantasy oh. football have both been I know, both been uh major parts of just my recreational 
life for as long my entire adult life and even before that like sundays i turn off my brain for a little while i eat some horrible junk food and i watch the vikings like that's a fall ritual and i may give because i like i haven't watched any baseball this summer after like the twins did their whole george floyd honorary like they honored george floyd at their home game uh opener with a mural and all this i was like yeah, I guess I'm out. That's a like, rough I'm, guy to prop up, man. I know. It's like we can have a debate about police treatment, but are we going to pretend this man is some saint? I, I just let's not do this. So I, I haven't watched any baseball. Football has always been such a ritual to me. The debate in my head right now is do I give the first game a chance or am I out already? Now, what's got me worried is they're already talking. First of all, you know, the kneeling is going to be just ridiculous this year you know you're gonna have to see the pregame marxist anti-america show so will i even make it to the kickoff probably not if they do that (laughs) the other thing they're talking about is they're gonna put the names of uh people killed by the police on their helmets and i saw you see even drew Brees with his big jacob blake helmet i was like oh shit they got drew Brees. they already beat him into submission so you know (laughs) the rest of the people aren't gonna they don't they don't stand a chance breeze he's got to know too he seems like a pretty well-informed guy he's got to know the details on jacob blake oh 100 percent. yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah drew breeze his great crime was like i don't know i like this country and i'm gonna like put my hand over my heart for the pledge of allegiance for that he's been beaten into submission Ooh. uh there was one guy on the jaguars who said he was going to put david dorn's yeah. name now I want to see, does anyone have the balls? I know there's not a lot of space on that back of the helmet thing where they're working with, but put, you don't have to put her name. Just put the chick that Jacob Blake probably sexually assaulted. Just put that text in honor of yeah. her. Or but, the, um, the pregnant woman that uh, George Floyd <laughs> <laughs> put the gun to it. You know, like yeah. Do we get that? So I don't know. I would say that right now, the only... I'm about 75% out on the NFL. I am contemplating watching the first game just to see, but I can see where this is going. So what that means uh, to to answer the question in all likelihood, I'm not watching football this year. I'll, I'll spend those three hours on Sunday doing something else. I, I really do love football as an entertainment form, but I'm not going to be told like propagandized to hate my country and a whole bunch of lies about things for which the facts are readily available. I can just look it up. You're lying. I just, nobody, t- nobody tunes into sports for that. I, so, you know, you guys throw the ball, you catch the ball, you tackle the guy with the ball. That's, that's it. So I'm out, man. Like I, I it's, it's crazy to me to, to be there because football has been so important to me for so Staple long, but for years. Yeah. But I just, some things are more important. And I think yeah. that, uh, general, not i'm not blind patriotism but just gratitude for how good we have it let's let's have some perspective i think that's more important than football and i think the truth is more important than football i'm not going to submit to a a whole parade of lies as a pregame show yeah it's very very narrative i mean they get off with like a 10 percent of truth i mean if you look if you a whole spectrum like 10 percent of what they're saying is true and they sh- shape shift it narrative and frame it till it becomes this like like hobgoblin of of lies and and, and so yeah it's like it, they they operate from like yeah there was slavery 
that's like the <laughs> fact that they that they like operate under and then they extrapolate out to the out and out that out proves to, every other claim i mean all. jacob blake is uh is a fa- like okay uh, uh george floyd i understand how that looked really bad at first glance and even with all the facts and i think there's still a debate for people there i can understand how that one got a little bit uh reactionary and twisted jacob blake i i don't understand how people are twisting this one at all the facts were almost immediately available the guy was being arrested for legitimate purposes he resisted arrest he walked to the car despite police telling him not to do it for like 20 seconds he opened the car he either had a knife on his person or reached for a knife but the knife is confirmed there's no there were no question marks on jacob blake from the start what to the people who are to the jacob blake hero appreciation club what did, what were the cops supposed to do? They tried to tase well, him already. What do you want? That's it, the whole thing about all this is what do you want? Let this sexual assaulter man drive that car away with those children. Okay. Yeah, uh, sounds yeah. good. It's <laughs> cool. Crazy, man. Wow. Well, uh, anyway, yeah, that, so we just did half an hour, man. Thanks so much for coming yeah. on. We have one final quick question from sure. a longtime fan. Um, the, and the people that uh, listen to your podcast will get a kick out of this one. Uh, what happened to Kevin Flanagan? You remember <laughs> Kevin Flanagan of Colin Show fame? Who would, uh, uh, I am not. I am Nazi troll. I am not at liberty to discuss Mr. Flanagan's affairs, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I just can't. All comment. right. That's awesome, man. All right. So yeah. everyone um, check out Beauty in the Beta. And Matt, if you just want to tell people where they can find you and stuff, I'm sure like YouTube or whatever but uh how can we find you online matt christensen i will always uh send people to my website because you never know when the day of susan's axe comes on youtube uh so if you want to find my stuff it's all uh, on my website matt my name is long and difficult to spell but it's christian like the religion s-e-n matt it's all up there all right awesome everybody well this will be uploaded as a podcast in a couple of days we're gonna kick matt out and keep streaming for a little bit but have a good one matt best of luck with your show thanks have a good night all right peace out